What's up, everybody? This is the Fear Care Podcast. This is CTG the Collector with Tommy De Niro, Nikki Thai, and our special guest, Mr. JB himself, Mr. Jason Michael. Yes, What's up? Good to What's have up? you with us, man. This is great. This is a long time coming. Nikki's been talking to me about you guys. We started chatting as well, <clears throat> talking with Sharif quite a bit as well. It's, it's really fun. I'm really happy to be here. Dope, man. Glad to have you, man. It really is, dude. Just, um, I admire your work, brother. I know I, t- I got a chance to speak with you as well. Yep. And um, that shot that you sent with that with the pink skulls jumping over that gate, that's still stuck in my head, dude. I, I can't get over that. That's dope. Thanks. Yeah, that, that was really dope. Been in the ruts but, uh, with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, we are uh, first. You know, as we always, we always start off with uh, thanking our guests. And uh, pre- thanking you know our listeners for you know checking us out every other week and um, supporting us and reposting our show and you know just letting people in the talk community know that the fair cares are here and you know we we're doing our thing for the community so we want to appreciate our listeners thank y'all and uh, don't stop listening keep listening and keep giving us that feedback and uh, we'll keep trying to give y'all that good content man so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you um, we want to uh, kick it off. As always, with our um, most recent pickups, and uh, since Jason, you're our guest, we're gonna let you kick it off and let us know what you picked up lately. All right, I actually picked up a, quite a few things. Uh, nothing extraordinary, but uh, some of the fun stuff. I uh, recently got my hands on the Bespin Luke Skywalker from Black Series. The older model is so terrible in terms of face sculpt, and this one is—it's not—it's not extraordinary, but it's—it's it's okay. Um, got a couple of baby Yodas. Which is cool. Oh. A couple? I had five uh, total. But holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that um, I, I don't resell anything. I just keep them. But sometimes I like having multiples in case I. He's so small. I mean, you're gonna lose everything at one point. And so I figured I'd pick up five. But then one of my buddies needed one, and then um, one of my, one of my other friends has daughters, and he is only getting his like in June because of you know, COVID and all that stuff. So uh, I said, yeah. ah, I got two for you, and I kept two for myself. Um, I got the Imperial Probe Droid, which was fun. Wow. That's uh, nice, yeah. nice, man. I managed to snag a Red Hulk as well. I, for, they restocked some in, at Toys R Us here in Canada. And so I Finally. Managed, yeah, it's <laughs> weird, man. And plus it was on sale too, so I got them for like 30 bucks. <laughs> oh, nice, man, nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be getting Shredder tomorrow uh, because mine, mine was busted when I got it. Uh, one of the legs was loose, and I haven't been able to return it because of the ongoing situation, but I'll be getting a new one tomorrow. And I got uh, Baron Benz in the mail as well. Yes. Oh, no. I'm going to send that one back, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, the arms, the arms are, are loose. Uh, it's really weird. He, he won't like his left arm just kind of, it's not saggy, but it's not tight, you know? So usually with yeah, Mezco, you, you, you know, they, they usually have some form of resistance when you're actually trying to like, you know, get it into a pose and right. badly mine wasn't. So is it like wow. broke or is it just like loose? It's loose. It's not broken. It, it, I mean, it's still attached. Everything's fine. You know, I could, I could probably make do with it, but I mean, for the price, yeah, I'm like I got no, you. man, you. come on, give me, give me, give me something. Because you know, shipping to Canada, I mean, Baron Benz cost me what one one sixty five. So, Ooh, yeah. yeah, 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 it's it's nuts, man. Shipping to Canada is 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 terrible. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so those are my <laughs> latest pickups. Wow, that's what's up. That's what's up. What you got, Nikki? 
What I got, what I got. For sure, man. I'm also now a holy diver, man. I'm a holy moly diver, as you guys know. So I, <laughs> I also got the Baron Benz. It was my, my first official figure from the Mesco website that I ever ordered. So shipping and taxes yeah. for the win. <laughs> and so yeah, actually, no, I, I didn't grab anything, but uh, I ordered me now. So I guess it will come in the next uh, four or five days. Uh, yeah, four or five days is... The Mesco classic first version uh, Iron Man. Oh, nice. And uh, Mesco first version classic uh, Captain America. I, I still can't believe it. I found both of them for the regular price. Huh. Wow. Really happy about that. And uh, <laughs> yesterday I ordered the Marvel Legends Magic exclusive. Pretty lucky okay. that I found her for 40 bucks because uh, eBay went nuts with the prices. <laughs> Wow, and, and also the exclusive Marvel Legends Black Widow, the uh, the one with the short red hair, hair and uh, the gray suit, really nice figure, man. I was so hyped about this uh, lady. Finally, she's here in Europe. <laughs> that's what's up. That's and what's up. yeah, man, that's pretty much all. I think that's pretty much Tommy, all. What you got? I wound up um my uh baby Yoda came in nice. with a child yes, so to say now I didn't I didn't go crazy like Jason I just got one <laughs> I'm gonna try to be responsible and try to be responsible <laughs> I just got one of him and then um I'm on a real Arnold Schwarzenegger kick coming up he was my favorite action hero so um I recently got uh a Dutch Schultz from NACA I know it's kind of an older figure I bought wow. that loose off eBay. Yep, he's pretty cool. Um, I like the uh, face, the head sculpt on it. It's kind of good. And then I also just got it's a new re-release uh, Terminator from the original Terminator movie. So I've got that Arnold Schwarzenegger too. I looked up on that at uh, Walmart. Shouts out to Sharif. Actually, he picked it up for me. He's seen it. I told him I wanted it. He knows I'm on my Arnold bench right now, so he grabbed that <laughs> for me. That's what's up, man. Nice man. That's dope. That's just dope. Um, well, I got a, I got a decent amount of stuff, man. I mean, I went crazy, and I, I, I mainly kind of, you know, blame it on Macari. Um, of course, I have a Macari <laughs> account, and so I sell a lot of stuff on Macari. And so, you know, when you sell things on Macari, you get paid. You can actually leave the money on Macari, and you know, you can shop on Macari with the money that you just made. So uh, a lot of the stuff that I do have, I got off of Macari, uh, with the help of some of those funds. Um, uh, but of course, you know, you got to put out in order to bring in, um. But I did pick up the uh, the Robotech Captain America from Macari. I got that off of Macari. Uh, I picked up the Marvel Legends Mal Keith uh, from the Infinity, first Infinity for uh, Infinity War wave. I uh, picked that up. I got the classic, um, not classic, but uh, the Commander Rogers, Mesco Commander Rogers. I got that off of Macari yes. as well. Mm. Um, oh. I picked that oh. up. And then I got the uh, I got Beta Ray Bill off Macari. Um, trying to think what else. And that's pretty much it for like my Macari list. Um, I picked up a Doctor Strange. Well, since I last talked to you guys, I picked up the uh, regular uh, Mesco One Twelve Doctor Strange from uh, One Stop Toy Shop. Um, shout out to my boy Austin uh, over in Tampa. He um, had got a little couple, got a couple of th- extra things in. And so he posted them on Facebook and Instagram, you know, letting everybody know, like, hey, you know, I got a, you know, ex- couple extra things in. And uh, so this is one of the things I picked up from him. Um, 
at first I wasn't too impressed with the Doctor Strange figure, but once I got it in hand, I was like, okay, yeah. And it, I loved it so much, I ended up sitting through the movie. Because the first time I watched the movie, um, I, I kept falling asleep on it. But this time, I actually watched it all the way through, and it was actually a dope movie. So I got that. Um, I picked up, well, I did a trade uh, with the guy that I just met here in Tallahassee, who's actually a local Mesco collector. Uh, so now I got two Mesco friends here in Tallahassee. But um, I met him on Facebook. He seen me. Actually, I, we're both in the uh, Mythic Legions Cabal group on Facebook. And uh, he seen that I was from Tallahassee or whatever. So he introduced himself and everything. And uh, I ended up doing a trade with him for my only two Mythic Legions figures, which I'll end up picking up some more anyway because they're easy to find. Uh, for the for the um, Iron Man figure, for the Mesco Iron Man, which is a dope figure. I mean, hands down. Yes. Um, nice. I really like I was like, okay, yeah, this figure ain't all of that. But once I got it in my hands and saw the weight on it and seeing that it was actually die cast, I was like, yeah, this is a dope figure. So I got that. And then uh, I also got the classic Spider-Man, which used to be a hard figure to find, but I'm starting to see a lot of people posting theirs. I guess they're selling them now. Um, but I have that as well. Uh, I'm also a holy diver as well. I picked up um, <laughs> the uh, Baron Benz, and uh, I have that. And uh, also, I'm army building. So I picked up some um, Hydra soldiers. I uh, picked up four last week. Um, I had a, um, I got the two pack, and then I got two more coming in later on this week. I also picked up the blade that went up for pre-order uh, earlier this week. That'll be shipping out on the 25th of May. And I think that's about it. Oh, yeah, and I um, picked up the uh, Marvel Legends Ven uh, Venom from Makari as well. So I have that. And uh, that's that's pretty much. Oh, and the Stepford Cuckoo Sisters. Um, I picked those up. I finally got the third <laughs> sister. So that's that's pretty much it for my list, y'all. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm CTG, you, you got a great haul, CTG man. That's yeah. a, that's crazy. That's a crazy haul right there. You went total nuts, man. Didn't you set you you bought a regular blade? Yeah, I have the oh that too. Look at check you out. Oh, fuck I, yes. bought, so I bought another regular blade nuts, as well. This so I got that crazy. one coming in as well. So. Oh, you, you, you're you getting like four Mescos and uh, five uh, Legends and uh, I don't know what else, man. Pretty much, man. So I'm going to get my wife. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a decent home. Get my wife to listen home. to this. Yeah. yeah, get my wife <laughs> to listen to this because she's telling me every week, you know, yeah, you got to curb your spending there. I was like, well, at least I'm not this guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> let, me, let me not Yo. hear that part. <laughs> hey, but let no, me know. Because be honest with you, some of the stuff that I have, I wouldn't you know, wouldn't have if it wasn't for Makari. Because like I said, if I was to spend all my money on this stuff, I mean, like, legit all my money on this stuff, my wife would kill me. Right <laughs> so the fact that I'm able to bring in money to buy figures yeah. is a good way of staying out of her, off her bad side. Because if I was just pulling <laughs> yeah. out my pocket, I'd be in some trouble. Yeah, it's perfect. So I, had, I know I, I figured out, hey, you know, let me go ahead and sell some things. And then if I sell some stuff, that could be the money I put towards my figures. I got to do that, too. So, yeah. It, it trust you me, should, it's, it's a lot less stressful, dude. And you know, you don't have to worry about your wife nagging you and everything about spending your money too much because you get rid of figures to bring in more figures. Yeah. So, but she's not nagging, she's, know, she's right, you know what I mean? But, well, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. That's true. Oh, dude, but, um, it's a nice haul, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Um, so we're gonna move on into our next segment. We get uh, we got our new reveals and pre-orders and as i mentioned uh not too long ago we just had a uh, mdx blade go up now this blade uh this is not the first time a lot of people seen this blade this blade uh just so happily 
was put up, I think, on Amazon for purchase. And I think I know two guys that bought it. And um, at first they thought it was a KO figure um, because, of course, Mesco didn't officially release the figure. Uh, supposedly it was released by accident. Uh, but they had it. Um, they got it off Amazon. And here it is, the figure again. But this time it's actually officially up for pre-order. And a lot of people were able to pre-order that. I believe it was Wednesday. I uh, went up for pre-order at 1 o'clock. And it was on Mesco's website for an entire day uh, before it finally went waitlisted. And uh, so if you wanted a figure, um, you had your chance to get it. Because like I said, it was up for a day. You actually, I actually didn't know people that was having issues trying to pre-order the figure because um, something about their PayPal wasn't working right or the website wasn't working right. But I mean, to me, it was a, it was a smooth transaction. I know a lot of other people that had a smooth transaction. So I don't know what the issue was with their, uh, on their end. Uh, but, you know, if you wanted to, you was able to get to. It was enough. It didn't go as fast as I thought it would. Um, but, you know, of course, you know, when D Amazing does a review on a Mesco figure, you yes. know, if you, if you, if you hated the figure the first time, once you see that review, it's like, he's going to pick out something that you're going to like about the figure and you're going to want to buy it. So it, it, it's a dope figure, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine on Facebook. I'm not too impressed with the toy fair figure. I mean, the toy fair figure was dope for what it was. Uh, in my opinion, uh, the regular release is a whole lot better than the Toy Fat figure, and it'll probably be better than the MDX, but it's just cool to have a different variant of Blade for me, um, because that Marvel Legends Blade was trash. I, I gotta say that. It was trash. The articulation was garbage. It was just, it was a hot mess. So for Mesco to do this figure, um, it's dope, man. So I'm excited about that, and um, like I said, that pre-ordered, that went up for pre-order on Wednesday, this Wednesday, this past Wednesday, um, we also got a um, Star Wars Black Series archive fan vote um, that's coming up. If it's not already started, okay, so yeah, it opens on May 29th. Yeah, May 29th um, at noon, and uh, the figures that are up for vote, <coughs> excuse me, the figures that are up for vote is uh, Princess Leia, um, uh, Clone Commander Cody, Ahsoka Tano. Uh, Django Fett, Greedo, correct me if I'm pro uh, pronouncing these names wrong, y'all. Um, Jen Urso, Queen, uh, Qui Gon Jen, uh, Princess Leia, um, Organa Hut uh, Slayer, and then uh, the uh, 501st Clone Trooper and Obi Wan Kenobi. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm making sure y'all still there. Um, <clears throat> My uh, lights acting funny, so I figured I lost y'all. But anyway, so uh, that's the fan vote. Um, this is a good list, I gotta say. <clears throat> this is a really good list. Um, but in my opinion, I feel like Ahsoka is gonna be one Ahsoka, of the figures yeah, that actually wins this one. Um, people have been wanting an Ahsoka figure for a while, so I think this is gonna be now. A lot of these figures on here are um hard to find figures, um, but. An Ahsoka figure, I think it's going to be dope for a lot of people. Um, Ahsoka is a very popular character, especially if you was following the Clone Wars. So, um, so yeah, that that'll be that'll be pretty dope. Um, Pre-orders for the Thundercats Ultimate Wave three figures ends ended yesterday, I believe, or today. It ends today. So if you wanted those figures, uh, definitely check out Big Bad Toy Store. You can check out Entertainment Earth um, and Super Seven's website as well. And um, 
you can go ahead and pick those figures up. Uh, also, we have some more. We have uh, a SH Figure Arts Gohan. Um, uh, it, it, it's a cool figure. I'm not really an SHF fan, um, but I know some people that are. So uh, if you're looking for that figure, you can definitely pick that up on Big Bad Toy Store as well. Whether y'all know it or not, Big Bad Toy Store literally has everything. Um, yeah, so I, I pre ordered that uh, that Super Seven uh, Thundercats wave you're talking about. Yeah, I pre ordered that, so yeah. looking forward to that <clears throat> later this year. Well, yeah, they have they have all of that stuff um, on Big Bad Toy Story. Like I said, literally everything that I'm about to name. Um, I already mentioned the Blade figure. Uh, there's also um, now this figure, these two figures, I'm excited about it. We mentioned this the last episode. Uh, about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle two pack with uh, Casey Jones yeah. and uh, Raphael in the trench coat. Um, now, for those of you who don't know, and uh, you've been li living under a rock, these two figures are Walmart exclusives. So, oh my goodness! Yeah. So, with that being said, you gotta be on your grind. You have to stay on your toes because I don't know what it is. Walmart when it comes to figures, in my opinion, is the worst place to shop. I hate the Walmarts that I have here because they they never have anything. Um, so stay on your toes. Um, yes, we're going through a pandemic. So for some people, and I think I was talking to Tommy about this, for some people, it'll be a lot easier to shop for figures uh, because of the pandemic. But at the end of the day, always, you know, play it safe and be smart. Um, don't get yourself in a situation that's going to be hard to get yourself out of. Um, but figures are a lot more available now, being that, you know, you have some people that just don't want to leave the house. So uh, still stay on your toes. If you can order it online, definitely order it online um, and uh, get your chance to get this figure. I'm definitely trying to get these two figures. I'm not going second market for it because I already know the prices is going to be out the roof. Um, next up, we got the uh, King of Fighters 98 exclusive Terry Bogard and uh, Yagami figures by Storm Collectibles. Now they came out with a Terry Bogart earlier, but this here is a different variant, and uh, it's all, I think it's an exclusive figure. It's a special edition, actually. Um, so if you want this figure, definitely try to pre-order it um, because this bad boy is going to be hard to get, being that it is a exclusive and it's that that particular variant. Um, see what else we got here, and that's about it. Oh yeah, a um, few more things actually. I'm tripping. Uh, so we got some Back to the Future figures. We have a uh, Ultimate Marty McFly, nice. uh, Toonie uh, Classics, and uh, we have a Diecast Time Machine by NECA. So we're getting some uh, Back to the Future figures, which we heard about these figures at Toy Fair. Uh, we're getting a regular Marty McFly. We're getting the Marty McFly from the uh, Part 2 Back to the Future. And then we're also getting a Biff figure. Now, this figure I'm really impressed with uh, because it actually looks like the guy that plays Biff. Um and with that, you get like a, I think you get a case and you get an almanac as well. Um, for um, Gary, since Gary's not here, um, I wanted to mention the Power Ranger releases uh, that, you know, showed up this week as well. Um, there's a two-pack that will be, I think that's a Walmart exclusive, and it'll be Zordon and Alpha 5. That two-pack will be a Walmart exclusive. And then there is some putties. Uh, that are coming out as well. You got some putties, and I believe I'm missing something. I wish Gary was here because he could do this for me. Um, 
I really do because he he knows everything. Like he's ranger, um, man. He's... They do have some, huh? Uh, nothing, nothing. Gotcha. Yeah, he does. Have, they do. They're coming out with some morphers as well. Um, now that I was really impressed with. They're coming out with some morphers, and it has the different medallions, uh, for the different rangers. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, but other than that, man, that's pretty much it. Uh, next episode, I'll let Gary do that part because I feel like I missed something and I would hate to miss things because I, you know, I want to keep you guys informed. So uh, I'll definitely well, let him do that rundown I when think, he gets back. I think there's a, a lady death figure too that's kind of got a little buzz coming out. She looks amazing. I can't lie. She's kind of on my radar, but for $75, kind of pricey, but she does look good. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that. I seen that. Mm-hmm. I seen that. Um, oh, I almost forgot. Uh, there's another variant for the Kingpin that is coming out. And this Kingpin is pretty much based off of the animated series, which I've just started back watching. Um, so this is gonna be a lot doper. I honestly feel like being that even it, being that it's a variant, I still feel like the price for the uh builder figure is still gonna be kind of up there a little bit. So I don't think this is gonna change anything, but uh, if you didn't get a chance to get the builder figure, this is a chance to get the figure as a whole in its own packaging. And uh, like I said, it's a different variant. Um, it's based off the Kingpin from the animated series. So if you didn't get that builder figure, this is your chance to get it. Um, you can definitely order it, pre-order it on Hasbro Pulse if it hasn't sold out. And you can also get it from a uh, Big Bad Toy Store. And uh, that's pretty Amazon much it. Too. I think I ordered mine off Amazon, so it might be on Amazon too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get it off Amazon as well. Um, trying to make sure I stay on track. And that's pretty much it um, for our new reveals and pre-orders. We want to do a quick spotlight promotions. Um, I want to shout this particular person out. And uh, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm do my best to promote this guy. He, um, I just found out about him. I actually found out about him through Makari. He, um, he's hooking me up. And uh, it's uh, Dark Effects Customs. And uh, he does, he, cre- he makes dioramas. And I'm actually, he's actually doing a diorama for me. And it'll be like a World War II type. Um, it'll be like a World War II wall with battle damage and all that good stuff. Um, and I'm doing it pretty much for Captain America because I got all these Hydra soldiers. And like I said, I got more coming. So I'm definitely going to do a shot with Captain America and these Hydra soldiers. And so that dio, I can't wait to get it. Um, it's already paid for. I'm just waiting for him to ship it out. He said he would try to have it shipped out by tomorrow. So, uh, Dark Effects Customs, uh, I appreciate you, man. Um, I know you're listening because I think I sent you a link. So, uh, appreciate your, appreciate your work, man. And I'm gonna do my best to try to get you out there, man, because I'm impressed with your brother and I appreciate the things that you're doing. So, uh, shout out to him. And, um, and yeah, man. Uh, we ain't gonna prolong the time. We don't really have too much of a long show, uh, so we gonna go ahead and we gonna get into this uh, interview, which we, is the best part. We forgot somebody, man. We <clears throat> forgot somebody, man. We need to give a big, big shout out and much love to our man Tommy, man. Tommy for the new. Oh yeah. Man. So go on, man. You take it. You take it. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah. Good. No. Go. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and promote your uh, your page, bro. Oh, yeah. Also, um, you know, if you guys out there on Instagram, go ahead and uh, follow uh, articulate, Articulated Pose Photography. We're kind of shouting out and um, go and find some of the artists that's out there, you know, really, um, you know, posing their figures and having fun with them. So anybody, you know, use the hashtag um, 
articulated post photography and we'll kind of, you know, promote your page or promote your artwork and things like that. So definitely check that out on Instagram. Yep. Dope, dope. love, man. Now, the um, best part of the podcast is our interview with Mr. Michael. Um, I got a chance to talk to Mr. Michael, um, I think it was last week, and uh, I asked him a couple questions that I'll be asking him again because of some dope questions. And um, uh, <coughs> excuse me, y'all, I still got this cough, man. I want some of y'all to hear these answers that he's giving me, man, because at the end of the day, these answers can help you. I feel like they can help you. Um, what's hey, up, man. Mr. Mike? Yeah, man. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just dive right in, and then I'm gonna let my brothers ask the questions that they need to ask um, afterwards. Um, let me see. I'm, I'm scrolling through my questions, man. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so the first question um, I wanted to ask: Where do your ideas come from for your shots, and what inspires you to make those shots? Right. Oh yeah, you sent me this when we were started talking. I don't want to read, so I'll turn off my 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 phone because I was scrolling through this. I was like, when I, when I answer, I don't want to like sound like a weird bullshit artist to just come up with rereading his <laughs> answers that he gave the guy last week. But, um, I don't know. Ideas, like, I don't know. It, it comes from um, a variety of places, I think. Um, I think most of my ideas, because I, I have a cinema background, they come from film, uh, comic books as well. Uh, you know, like, I like posing action figures in ways that, are always like stretching them to their maximum capacity in order to kind of really achieve something that's kind of fun. Usually, so I try to combine mm-hmm. like cinema and comic books, other toy photographers as well. Um, give me a bunch of ideas, you know, like if they're using a figure a certain way that I'd never really thought of doing, then I'll, I'll kind of write that down. Uh, but, you know, some, most of the time I just sit at my kitchen table and I get a new figure. I'll just start playing with them at the table, see what kind of poses could be fun, see what kind of energy that thing has, what's it, what it's giving off, if it has any type of energy. I know that sounds weird, but, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's how I, you know, it, every figure that I have has a personality or, you know, I, I look to connect with it. And if I don't, well, you know, sadly, that's what happened with like a Netflix Punisher. I've ha- I have him here and I think oh. I'm thinking of getting rid of him because there's just, I'm getting nothing from him. <laughs> I'm just looking at him <laughs> like, hey, he's such a boring, like the show's good, but I, you know, I don't want to just keep making pictures of him shooting people in the face. And, yeah. you know, so yeah, it's a variety of places, you know, sometimes talking with somebody, I get ideas from my kids, my wife, you know, she's still trying to get me to do like, um, pictures of Obi-Wan drunk in a bar somewhere and I was like, I don't know, it doesn't fit with the character. <laughs> you know, so yeah. But that yeah. that actually fits to your to your style of uh, photography. You think so? Like like yeah. that would be cool actually. No. I don't know. I like Obi-Wan. <laughs> no I, I noticed I, I heard that you mentioned um you mentioned mm-hmm. film. Uh, you said you had a background yeah. in film. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um, I studied film for the longest time. Um, started watching movies like at a young age, uh, you know, obviously starting with Star Wars and things like that. But my mom used to, um, my mom used to get me to fold the clothes in exchange for watching movies. So I was like, really, I was like wow. five years old. And I was like, okay, mom, can I watch like, you know, uh, I don't know, like the first Terminator movie or something like that, or like uh, Empire Strikes Back, you know, just come out in 83. I, I turned five in like in 85. <laughs> 
And so this this was the time where like we didn't have streaming or anything like that. These movies were on TV. My mom would record them on a videotape, and then you know we just play it back until the, you know everything would just screw up. We couldn't watch it anymore. It was like it was great, you know. <laughs> and so I, I used to watch a bunch of films um, like that, you know, The Godfather, and, and I just kind of pick up on on you know I used to play with my toys and create recreate scenarios, you know, or scenes, you know, playing with my Ninja Turtles or. Um, playing with my, my, my G.I. Joes on occasion when I had some of those, you know, or my Masters of the Universe back in the day. Um, so, yeah, and then eventually, like, when I got into my teens, um, shot a short film for high school, which turned out to be a real piece of shit, but it doesn't matter. My, my, first, my, first, <laughs> my first foray into trying to make films and whatnot, and then I started kind of, you know, dabbling with cameras, you know, dabbling with cameras and all that. Um, made a short film in my mid-20s, uh, but by then I had a kid, so it was kind of difficult to want to just continue to uh, make movies because now I had to, to provide, you know, I had malice to feed and whatnot. And so it was very difficult, you know, to find right. financing, um, especially like low budget. You know, you're working on tight schedules, very little money. So a lot of imagination. But, you know, with a newborn, there's time as well and you have to be home or working. Right. So, yeah, so I continued to, you know, make like short things or just kind of continue studying it so i um i studied i used to read like a bunch of essays i used to watch as many movies as i could you know sometimes between like 15 and 20 a week just so i could kind of just you know absorb as much information as i could watch as many documentaries as i could and so yeah then i eventually started studying it a little bit more in like university um that and you know english literature and trying to pair those two things together um so yeah i mean that's basically where that comes from that in comic books <laughs> now i know the last time we talked you uh mentioned how um toy photography is is a lot different from well i wouldn't say a lot different but you you mentioned that you were saying that with film um it's kind of hard to have dedicated yeah, yeah. people <laughs> but and this made me laugh when you said it uh but with toy photography um, you have a lot of reliable yes. people and there's always somebody there that you can work with to get the job done. So I, th I thought that was dope. I thought that was impressive um, because I never looked at it like that. Um, <clears throat> when you have people in film, of course, you have to pay them. Um, that You have to work around their schedule. But when you're doing tour photography, you can make the set how you want it. You can um, and then you always have reliable people to take shots of and to make that scene, you know, come to life. So I, I thought that was the dopest thing I've ever heard, dude. So um, that, right. that, was, that yeah. was cool. That was cool. You're, essentially, That's every cool. time you're buying an action figure, you're buying an actor, right? And the thing is, is that any director who's in any position needs to have his vision fulfilled by anything. So he has to communicate whatever the scene is to the actor. And if it doesn't come out the way that that guy's doing, then they do a second take. It's the same thing as shooting, in a sense. Whenever you guys set up and all that, all your actors are on display. And if one falls over, then you have to redo the shot. It's just like another take in film. So, yeah, every time you buy an action figure, you're actually buying an actor. The only thing is, is that you have to make them speak as opposed to getting them to read their lines. So. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's a dope way to put it. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I did now this question I wanted to ask you. Um, I kind of see it as a controversial sure. question uh, because everybody looks at 
what ACBA to them is. They look at it from a different lens. Everybody doesn't mm. look at it the same. Um, some people feel like ACBA is um, adding some kind of filter or, you know, doing some kind of Photoshop. And then some people feel like ACBA is, which is what it was created for, which is um, shout out to Boog, um, who was one of the founders of ACBA. Um, he, uh, he pretty much would say it's organic. Um, no filters, no add-ons, no nothing, just a stand, my background and my figures. And I shoot it like that and that's it. And um, some people can actually do that and really do a good job. But then you have some who can take a shot and in order to make it what they want, they have to use Photoshop. <laughs> um, do you feel like Photoshop is true? Using Photoshop is true ACBA or do you feel like ACBA is whatever you want it to be? Um, I think what I responded to you when we were talking over um, DM was that I'm not an elitist when it comes to art. Um, if like I'm taking into consideration the tagline for Superman 1978, which is "You'll believe a man can fly." Now, had you mm -hmm. seen the the wires the entire time, you'd be like, "Well, no, he's not flying. This is all like made up shit. It doesn't work." Or anything like that. I mean, even the like the, <laughs> the, the 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 most rudimentary Hollywood movies or even B films and all that stuff, they all have special effects that are actually not necessarily computer generated, but they're using techniques like rotoscoping and things like that, so that they're actually manipulating the film in post production anyway. And so I feel that most of the time, like this ACBA stuff is really, really great. Some guys are absolutely fantastic at doing what they're doing, but to you know, kind of shun the other side of it when we have all this amazing technology. I feel like sometimes, you know, having that mindset is a little bit of a step backward. I understand not using it too much. You know what I mean? Like when you when you see like post-processing mm -hmm. and you're like, well, where, where the hell's the toy? I have no idea where the toy is anymore. And I mean, there are a few people out there that I, I'm like, that's just too much. It looks fantastic, but it's too much for me uh, to, first of all, because I don't know how to do it. And second of all, I don't know what I'm looking at anymore. You know what I mean? I understand that there's an action figure there, but it's no longer just the action figure. So I find myself somewhere in the middle where I try to get as much as I can in camera and then just to push it over the edge to get that, you know, quote unquote cinematic look. Yeah, I'll bring it into Photoshop. I'll enhance the colors. I'll erase the wires and things like that. But, you know, I think the one shot that I did that had the most Photoshop was like Spider-Man jumping out of Mysterio's helmet. And I don't think that I ever want to go back to that again, because when I look at the shot, I'm like, <laughs> this is a horrible looking picture, first of all. And because I don't know what I'm doing and it's not seamless, it kind of looks weird and all that stuff. So I don't know. I, I admire ACBA really, really a lot. But there is something, you know, where you can, you know, push it the extra mile uh, by, by just using just a little bit, just a little bit, you know, to convince, you know, to get that, that viewer to say, what am I looking at? Is this is a toy, but how did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Actually, uh, I got one of my picture. It's not only one. It's actually my, my, my only picture that got featured on uh, ACBA on, on the Instagram pages was the, uh, maybe you uh, remember it, the Wolverine, the Logan, old man Logan on the on the bark. Oh, and, uh, okay. he, 
he was riding like uh, he was riding a, like a right. rodeo, you know. And that that shot, like, that shot was actually photoshopped. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was really curious. Uh, I, I was surprised to see my uh, my shot got featured, but still, uh, I didn't uh, say anything because, yeah, man, I don't know, man. Because to me, uh, ACBA, it's, it's it's like none for me. ACBA is no Photoshop, mm -hmm. no filter, nothing. You you hiding you hiding the stance by putting some. I don't know dioramas or some other figures in in front of it, and yeah, so I was pretty surprised about that. But yeah. that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, ACBA is oh. like I said, it's fine. I really appreciate like um, D amazing. Uh, he's fantastic for hiding all of his stuff. You know, I I consider him yes a toy photographer, but he's an amazing sculptor. I'd love to see him like do that. You know, action figure sculpting in a sense. I don't know if that's a thing, but he's yeah. so good. At, at doing that and i think that even um sharif is is pretty good at that too when he you know i don't see any of this stuff you know everything's hiding in plain sight i think you too right ct yeah yeah exactly. yeah. yeah well i mean I, i've learned I, I actually watched them i've watched the amazing i've watched you know dundada you know i i follow boog a lot too um i watch his you know his his, his, his youtube channel and um i try i try to take in that stuff and try to, because at first, when I first started doing it, I mean, I swear to you, I got frustrated with it um, so much. So it was like, you know what? I'm done, you know. But once I, you know, talked to those guys, once I talked to Sharif, once I talked to, you know, the amazing, and I asked them these questions, you know, and I started watching the videos and I looked at Dundada's photos, you know, it was just like, okay, so this yeah. is how I can do it. And um, I started doing it. I stopped Photoshopping my stuff and I started hiding my stands. And so it made it a lot more yeah. organic for me. Um, and plus, I never, I, I stopped having that thought in the back of my mind. Um, but dog, I'm using Photoshop. Dog, I'm using Photoshop. Um, I mean, now I can actually kind of appreciate Photoshop because there's a lot of things that you can use in Photoshop that can really give your photo that, you know, that boom. Um, so I appreciate both ends now. Um, I'm not on either side. It's just like I'm right in between. It's just like I love them all. So, you know, I, I just love good photos. I love good art, period. So just to see somebody take a action figure and to make beautiful art out of it, however you do it, mm. that's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. Th I Thomas doesn't use I love it. Photoshop either, does he? No, I, I try not to no. as much, but for me, I think it's, you know, it's okay to do anything, you know, whether it be ACBA style or, you know, uh, using an application of Photoshop. I just think, you know, if you do it in moderation, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, don't oversaturate it. Don't, you know, overapply it. And, you know, if it's appealing to you, like me, you know, I think we all are our own toughest yeah. critics. So if it seems too much to you, it's probably going to come across as that yeah. for other people. So I kind of find a medium space where I'm like, okay, I look at this. I might even show it to my son. What do you think about this? He, well, he kind of, you know, he's a heavy Nintendo Switch gamer. So he's going to tell me, yeah, that looks good. But, you know, sometimes that uh, approval from other people kind of help you make right. your decision. But uh, like I said, if you, you kind of, <clears throat> you know, feel like you're applying too much filter or too much lighting or something like that, then it might come across that as you know. You get ready to post it. So I just say, you know, in moderation, everything yeah, How did you pull good. off the Rocketeer shot? Because I noticed at the bottom of the shot, you have this like a, you know, they used this technique back in uh, in the 60s and 70s where they wanted to kind of hide most of their things. So they would put Vaseline at the bottom of the screen. Like they, they 
famously did it at the uh, wow. in uh, Star Wars in 1977 when they wanted to hide, you know, Luke's um, uh, speeder, the wheels that were underneath. They would actually take them out, yes, in post production, but they would actually put Vaseline on the lens in order to blur that. And so basically with the movement, uh, all you would see that it was this blur, but it was Vaseline that they were using. So when I saw your Rocketeer shot, it reminded me of that. And are you hiding a stand there? I am. I am hiding a stand there. It was a stand kind of in his waist area. And that's why I kind of made a little blur effect going on in that area there. But um, yeah, that that's that's something that you kind of picked up on that. But I've never used the uh, no, Vaseline no, technique, and that's uh, <laughs> gonna mess up. You have to clean that off after. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the budget. <laughs> no man, that's pretty weird. I was um I was talking to a friend of mine. Shout out to Emmanuel G. Page. Um, oh, for those of you who aren't um following his um YouTube channel, uh, definitely check him out. He does a um segment where he talks about the Mesco figures and uh the updates and the releases and stuff like that but uh he's also a I think he does a photography he does photography by trade but he's a great toy photographer and uh shout out to him uh but me and him had a conversation um I took a shot using Baron Benz and I took a picture out of the comic that came with the figure of him you know in the meteor coming out of the meteor uh in underwater and for for the life of me, man, I went to sleep that night or the night before and I could not get that shot out of my head for nothing. I stayed up late last night thinking about that. Um, I wasn't finna get up and try to take the shot right then because my wife would have been upset with me. So I just sat there and I thought about it and thought about it until I fell asleep. And then I wake up the next morning with the shot on my mind. So I said, you know what? It's eight o'clock in the morning. She's still asleep. Let me get up and try to do this shot. And I sat in front of my camera and I made this, I got up and I went to the store and I picked up some of the things that I needed to make it, you know, get the dial and, you know, the setup and everything. And uh, it took me like three hours to get everything done, but it took me two more hours to try to make sure I got that shot right. Um, but the shot came out good. Um, and so I posted it on Facebook and um, Emmanuel, he commented on it. He was like, dude, I was thinking about doing this too. And, um, and he was like, uh, do you mind if I take the shot as well? And I'm like, dude, do your thing, have fun. Um, so that leads me to ask this question. Um, do you feel like it should be such a big issue for people to be inspired by something and decide, say like, hey, I had that idea in mind. Do you even feel like it's necessary to even ask? I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, you did the shot first, um, but it's toy photography. You're supposed to have fun with it. If you feel like you could do it a little better, you know, go for it. How do you, how do you feel about that? That's a good question, oh, man. I just talk, I talk to Paige every day, by the way. Yeah, Paige okay. and I have a good relationship <laughs> now. We, we last week we were uh, we um, doing some Facebook Messenger stuff where we um, he was trying to find a pose for a, an action figure, and so we spent the like, forty five minutes. I had one of my skulls. He was with Goldmez, and he was like, "How do I how do I put him like this?" And so we were just kind of like, "Okay, move the left arm up, put this one down, and all that." So it was really really fun. So I just told him that you gave him a shout. He's like, "Really? This is cool, man." Tell him that I appreciate it. Thank you. And I was like, and I was like, so he's really happy now. And he says, "Send me the link when you guys are done. I want to listen to this." <laughs> and he says, "Yeah." He says, "Yeah." I asked him about the shot. I wanted to make sure he was it was cool. And so yeah, it was all right. Now the question is a really good question, man. I got I got into trouble recently uh, because of that. Wow! I told you about uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I told Nikki. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about Johnny, no? Um, 
Oh, Johnny Boo, yeah, Johnny bananas. Uh, well, bananas. Yeah. This is a funny thing is I'm getting old. So sometimes I, I forget things. Um, not, not wandering into the kitchen. What am I doing here? Type things, but you know, I'll, I'll sometimes be inspired. Like I was studying Johnny's work and I especially was studying how to make rain. And yeah. because his rain looks really good. You and, me. and so I was like, okay, well, how do I, so I watched all the tested videos and I, when I pick up one of the shots, I'm like, okay, when he has a BTS, I'm like, okay, his lights are there. That means he's backlighting this way. And so I'm really studying to make sure that I understand how to do it. Now, what I did is I had set up uh, to recreate a shot of his where Popeye is walking like into work. I think he's got a gate or a fence on the left-hand side of the shot. There's a bit of rain and all that. And um, I did the exact same shot, but I'm telling a different story. Like he's with a dog, but Popeye is looking directly into the camera and he's headed to work. That's on Johnny's shot. On my shot, Popeye is actually walking his dog. Um, and so he's saying good boy to the dog, you know, but it's the same, you know, angle. It's from the front. The colors are different and all that stuff. And so what happened is that, and this was cool because I talked to him after that and it was all right, I guess. Um, and what he did is he, he called me out in the most passive aggressive way possible, which was so cool. He posted his shot to his stories. And I knew what that meant because I did the same thing to another dude. <laughs> <laughs> he had copied my shot and I just shared mine uh, and he's done it again there and so ah, I'm all for inspiration but like mine was an accident because I was testing it and I wasn't even supposed to share the shot and that's where I forgot I was like don't post this because it's too obvious that you're you're, 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 you're aping Johnny's shot but then I forgot about it because yeah. I showed my wife and I was like, hey, look at this. Isn't this nice? And she was like, yeah, it's a really nice shot. And so I think I'm going to use it. But all meanwhile, like the shot just previous to that was his shot on my phone, which is I was like, oh, shit, you know. And, but when I posted it, I, I forgot to mention, <laughs> you know, this is this is a, not a tribute shot, but it was based on that shot. And I completely forgot to write that because it's it's really important for me. Uh, I'm, I teach college, so plagiarism is a big deal. And so I don't want to encourage anybody to do those types of things. But, um, you know, I, I recently talked with other people and, you know, I'm not going to you know call anybody out or anything like that, but it's happening more and more frequently that I've noticed that other people are just flat out, like, you know, stealing my shots uh, or stealing my ideas or stealing like Johnny's ideas or stealing, you know, and it's just one of those things where I'm like, holy shit, man, get your own fucking ideas. And I, it, it's, it's just hard, you know, because I talked to Nikki and Nikki was like, well, you know, you get inspiration for some places. Yeah, but inspiration is one thing. Telling the same damn story. Right. You know, let's say I have a Pink Skulls shot with Star Wars material in it, something that I've never seen before. And the next day uh, I see somebody uh, yeah. else decide yeah. to put Pink Skulls I with gotcha. Star Wars together. I'm like, dude, we talked about this just you know, a week ago, you know, I was doing the shot. Don't tell me right. that, you know, so it's just, it's, it gets weird after a while. So I don't know. Now, well, one, one of the things me and him, I did mention to him was first, first of all, that shot was inspired by the actual comet, which means technically, you know, the artist that drew the right. comet did it first. I just mimicked what he did, but using a figure. So I kind of felt like being that I used somebody else's artwork to recreate it and use it in figure form, 
I mean, at the end of the day, you know, anybody can take that shot because, you know, at the end of the day, it's not an idea that I came up with. It was an idea that somebody else came up with. I just put it in action figure form. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I kind of feel like, I mean, if it's some, if you're recreating um, something, a scene from a comic, you know, I feel like that's cool. But like you said, if it's, if it's something from somebody else's thoughts and you can't find it anywhere else, and that's the first place you've seen it, then yes, that's the issue when you take somebody else's shot and tries to re- try to retell their story. Um, now that, yes, that's plagiarism. That's not fair. But if it's, if I'm taking a photo of, you know, say this gold Gomez can that I have, um, I have a friend of mine, I think it was Dean, uh, Dean the Collector, that took a shot of that Gomez can and actually used his gold Gomez and I mean, he just, he killed it. It was just like, you can look at that can and look at his photo and it's just like, dude, this could actually be like a movie poster or something. Nice. It was that good. So I feel like even though he took the shot, it was still inspired by Mesco. So anybody could try, you know, take a shot at that because somebody else had already done it. You just put it in an action figure for I 100% agree with that because listen, yeah. there's these iconic images that a lot of people have, you know what I mean? You open up comic books and every single one of those images might have affected you in a certain way. I mean, how many people want to recreate that first like uh, Amazing Fantasy cover with Spider-Man and the Burglar? It's one of the cool things. It's the first pose <laughs> right. I put my, my uh, Far From Home figure in. I was like, ah, I don't want to do that. Everyone's done it, you know? But there are so <laughs> many like Alex Ross. You know, how many times do I want to recreate some of his shots? You know, one of my Spider-Man <clears throat> shots is based on his. Uh, even like some other stuff. Obviously, yes, 100%. You know, and so that's why I completely agree with you. You know, that like with uh, in terms of Paige, because Paige, like he, he wanted to make this Daredevil shot. And then someone posted something similar. And I, he says, oh, man, I should reach out to him to ask if I could do it. And I was like, no, you don't. That's that's." Uh, that's the cover of, of, <laughs> a, of a comic book. Everyone's done that shot, man. That's that's public domain now. You know, credit the artist that did it first. You know, not the, the toy photographer that's, you know, like, there's 500 of those pictures, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's, yeah. it's amazing because I actually uh, was thinking about taking some of Alex Ross's art and recreating it with some of the yeah. figures that I actually have because I do have the 80th anniversary uh, wave of Captain America, Iron Man, and um, and Thor, and so I got a couple of the other Avengers that's in that photo that he took with all the Avengers. They're all surrounded uh, in like this one big group, and you have Iron Man on one end and uh, Captain America on the other, and Thor's in the middle with Mjolnir, and Captain America and um, Iron Man have their hand on Mjolnir, and so I nice. thought about recreating that shot. Um, so yeah, it's like Alex Ross has a yeah. lot of stuff that could actually be taken and put in action figure form, and so I was like, okay, you know, I'm 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 gonna use this guy's art, and I'm gonna you know just base all my photography off of some of the stuff that he does. Um, I've been reading uh, Captain America for like the past two weeks, and I'm all the way up to I think it's like issue forty, and um, it's um trying to think of the name of the um the writer for that comic that I'm reading, but I've been reading that stuff, man. And this is like, the more I've read, the more inspired I've become. And uh, so much so till it's, um, I've bought a way of, of um, army building with these Hydra figures. Um, let me see. It's, um, I've just seen it. Uh, Ed Brubaker. Uh, Ed Brubaker and then uh, Luke Ross. Um, I'm reading. Oh, yeah. 
I'm reading a lot of Captain America, and it's it's when I say I'm looking at Bucky from a different perspective. I mean, the Winter Soldier was cool. You know, he was a dope character. But ever since I read this comic, I'm like, Winter Soldier is badass. You know, so it's like just looking at the art, it inspired me to Army Bill. So it's like I'm going Hydra crazy. <laughs> like I already got Red Skull coming in tomorrow. Um, I just pre-ordered. I'm not pre-ordered, but I just picked up um, Crossbones. I forgot to add him earlier to my list of pickups. So it's just like I've gone Captain America crazy, and it's all because I'm reading Brubaker's work. And it's just like, it's it's awesome, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And so it's like some of the things that I've read and some of the pictures that I've seen, I'm going to go back through that stuff and I'm going to recreate some of those scenes because they were dope. I'm, ha- I'm happy we're talking about this, man, because I'm really a guy of inspiration and uh, actually many of my shots are inspired by comic artists or like uh, Alex Ross. Or something. Best, uh, best example would be my... In my opinion, one of my uh, one of my most effort one where I put in is the uh, Cyclops and the Jean Grey, yeah. because that was the directly recre- recreation of the uh, yep what is the name Robert Atkinson. Yeah, man, and that was uh, I also credit him. And uh, that's cool. You didn't tell me that. I picture, sent you his name. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 really? I sent, oh, I I sent you a screenshot awesome. of it, man. He was, he was liking. Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, yeah, cool. liking uh, this pic and many of my pictures are uh, inspired by by Alex Rostu, <coughs> like like the Green Lantern, the Green Lantern, the flight post, and I also put it in the BTS and uh, in the in the other pages that that uh, this is the inspiration of it. So I'm thinking if it's okay to to get inspired by other people or how you call it like copy other people but it's always have to be the respect to give the art uh, the artist or where it's right. coming from right. the credits you know it's always have to be there i mean sometimes okay i'm, I'm also f- forgetting it because i'm using a lot of pictures from unsplash and unsplash is a page uh shout out to unsplash unsplash is a page where you can get free uh, mm. free background free uh, free wallpaper mm. and there are also mentioned there are the artists but most of the time, the artists are not available on Instagram, so I gave it up on any time. But uh, actually, I should really do it again because I do a lot of diorama. I take a lot of uh, wallpaper, so give the credit <coughs> even if they're not Instagram. So and I, that's I, cool. also, I also think that's a good way happens. to, um, like you said, you know, kind of pay homage to their work by tagging them if they are if they are Instagram in your work because sometimes those artists will see that and they'll be impressed. It was like, wow, they, they recreated my art using figures, you know, and some of them they'll share it. I need to they'll like it. You know, they'll comment on it, you know? So I, I think that's, I think it's a good idea. I always think that it's a good idea to pay homage to anybody. If you're, if you're recreating their artwork and you're using it in your tone photography, yeah. it'll be good to, you know, pay homage to them because at the end of the day, you never know. They just may see it and be so impressed yeah. with it that they'll repost it in their stories. I've heard stories of actors yeah. seeing pictures of themselves in action figure form and actually reposting it in their stories and sharing it. And it's like now you have yeah. almost over a thousand likes because this actor or this this athlete seeing your work and they're reposting it. So I think that I think that's a dope way to you know just pay homage to the artist. Artists pay homage to the person that did it first. You know? 
Definitely I, pay I, off. I, but it also, I think different brands or, or properties kind of coincide with certain things, like the new Baron Ben. When you think of him, you think of aquatic themed things. So you might want to partner him with a, a um Aquaman. Or I've seen somebody, and this is somebody shot out uh Crackhead Nine Thousand. He did a shot, and I was looking up Bioshock Big Daddy figures, but they were a little too <clears> pricey <throat> for me. I'm like, man, I'm not gonna be able to do that shot. And then I go on Instagram, and I see him do the shot with the Big Daddies. And he had a couple of them, so I was like, wow, he kind of brought my vision to life. But I'm not like mad or you know upset about it. But it's like, you know, great minds think alike. I would say so. Sometimes you can't say, well, oh, they necessarily stole my idea because. We're all thinking the same thing. Okay, I've got Baron Benz. I know I want to do something with water with. I went so the, the yeah. how you take that. Yeah. Now, now, Jay, <laughs> now, I do, love, I do like the recent post that you did with Baron Benz. That's thinking outside of the box. Now, now, so you see somebody using their Baron Benz to fill up a swimming pool, then you know, hey. If you see a post with Baron Benz playing Aquaman, you can't be mad at that because yeah, you know yeah, so those properties they go together. Yeah. So we're gonna think of doing that. Now you um you had you had a I'm sorry I lost my train of thought. Um oh lighting. Uh, I mentioned to you about my challenge when it came right. to lighting. Um, but looking at your figures, I mean, you kill it. It's like you're killing it every time. Uh, but you also said something yeah. to me that kind of, you know, yeah. kind of shook me for a minute. I'm like, wow, okay. Um, but you were telling me that you're still yeah, learning I don't know when doing. it comes to lighting. Um... Yeah, man, he's always telling me the same, man. I don't believe it, man. It, he's always posting the, 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 the shot and I'm like... Thank you. I don't think that at all, man. No, I, I still struggle. Every time I set up... Why do you think my battery runs out, Nikki? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you try way too hard. Precisely my problem is that I try way too hard. But um, no, man, I have so much trouble with lighting. It's one of those things. Like when I when I see like um, you guys recently talked. Well, not recently, but you talked to Richie not too long ago, and you know his lighting is always like you can tell it's his shot. Same thing with Jax. The same thing with um, you know Zay. I can tell your shots yeah. too, Nikki. By the way, yeah, I can I tell like, exactly that it's yours. And, and and it it's funny like even <laughs> um, uh, Niels is it is it because no Photoshop inside or, or, or why do you uh, <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> you know I, every time I see it I'm like holy shit man how the fuck did he pull that off but um, there's um, yeah, I'm feeling sometimes I'm doing way too much sometimes uh, yeah I try too hard but it, it's the same it becomes for a crutch though you know? that's that's, that's my, same my for issue with Photoshop is that I don't want to get to the point where I can say oh it doesn't matter what this shot looks like I'll just fix it later I don't want to do that but with lighting I, I just I struggle so much I'm trying to figure out okay if I place it there it's going to hit there that should be okay then you turn on the camera and you're like why the hell isn't that working it worked like this last time and you try to figure it out again and oh man it's just one of those things that it's just ongoing process and i'm trying to like okay key light fill light what is what now i have to backlight that and i'm not backlighting it the right way and it's just one of those things at one point my girlfriend you know comes over to talk to me and she says can i close the windows i was like no i'm sweating <laughs> because i haven't finished figuring out the lighting on the shot. <laughs> 
but yeah, so no, I do my best. There's sometimes where I'm like, okay, this work, this didn't work, uh, you know. And and other times, you know, what I do is I'll, I'll piece a shot together because I think it should look a certain way. I don't want to touch lighting, but sometimes I'll just keep like a a small little light with me and just do a bit of backlighting and then cheat by combining shots in Photoshop, you know. But um, yeah, I, I I don't. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I can't just set up and be like, okay, I know exactly what I'm going for. It takes a long time to the point where I need to buy new batteries now. Wow. Now you, you said something um, while you were talking that kind of inspired something. Um, when you were talking to Nikki, you mentioned how you can actually tell that it's his shot. Um, that's amazing because it's actually true. Uh, you have a lot of uh, photographers that if somebody was to kind of backtrack a little bit, if somebody was to try to plagiarize your work, you can tell that okay, nah, that ain't that ain't you. That that's not you. That's that's all Nikki, or that's not you. That's all Jason, because it's like you guys work stand out. The way you guys light your photos, and or the way you guys light your setups and your shots, you know, the way you guys do things, it's like you put your stamp up on it. It's just like okay, this is Jason Michael, or this is Nikki Thai. Or this is, you know, Dark Dundada, or this is D Amazing. We can identify y'all work, you know, by the way your setup is, or we can identify your work by y'all style because every I feel like everybody has their own particular type of style. So it's like if your style is like somebody else's, either you mimicking them or they're mimicking you. Um, so I, I thought that was I thought that was pretty clever. Um, and like I said, it, it's amazing, bro, because Nikki has his own way of doing things. You have your way of doing things, and it's just like y'all work stands out. It sets apart from each other. It's like you can't look at somebody else's work and say, okay, why does their work look like mine? Or, you know, it's just like it's Nikki's, it's Jason's. We know whose work is which. So I, I appreciate I'm, that, I'm, man, I'm because I don't on. figure that I have a style yet. That's what I'm still looking for. <laughs> I was uh, I was talking to I was talking to Mitchell Wu uh not too long ago. No. You think so? Really? Okay. Well, I appreciate Definitely. that. Yeah, I all, I always, I always recognize it, and uh, because of the lightning, mostly, obviously because of the lightning. I don't know why, man. It's like I see a shot. Okay. I see Popeye. I see the lightning. Right. I see the Thanks. Damn, I really appreciate Jason. that. I'm still, I'm still figuring it out, to be honest, uh, and it's fun because. I... And that's why. That's the reason why we are always asking, how do you get the lightning like that, you know? Because it's really, you recognize the shot, it's yours. I mean, for me, it's okay. I don't know. It's the same for me. I don't, I, I really don't know that. Other right, it's because you look at shots. the Logan shots that you take, man. I haven't just, seen anybody take as good a Logan shot yeah, yeah. as what you've been putting out. The thing that you do when he's a samurai is just one of those things. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I need that figure. And when you take the old man Logan head and you put it on the, oh, man, right. this is good stuff, man. Every time I look at it, I was like, I want to see. You know, I'm not into anime, but I'd watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, I can honestly, I, and I want to piggyback on what you just said, Jason. It's like that shot itself with old with that old man Logan head on that um right. on that Ronin body. It's just like nobody can take a yeah. shot like that except Nikki. It's just like he's taking that figure and it's like he's made it his own figure. It's just like, okay, this is my figure. You can try to take a shot better than this, 
but you ain't gonna do it because I don't put my skull. I'm, I'm trying to do the same thing with the skulls. <laughs> but it, <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, I tell you, it's because of the connection. You know, it, it's it was Ronan was the f first reason or the reason why I uh, I bought Mes Mesco. You know, my first figure from Mesco was Old Man Logan, but I actually bought Old Man Logan only because I had the idea already that I want to put him on the Ronan. Wow. The head. So it was it. That idea was my first idea, and I think that's why I, the connection is so strong with it, you know. And uh, it's good that we're talking about it because of the inspiration, because you don't get only inspired by by other artists or by other uh, artwork. You also get inspired by like by like a piece of uh, sideshow statue, you know, because this shot is inspired by a sideshow, uh, no, by a by a by a statue that made a custom from a customizer. And he put it, he put this Wolverine shot where he ripping off like five or six ninjas and everywhere is blood and uh, he cut him in, in half pieces and dude man that was a rampage like <laughs> that and that 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 shot came from from a statue that's why it's it's really cool it's really cool it's I think you just need to find the connection for for a figure I mean it's same like for 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 our brother uh, Sharif uh Donda he have he. Uh, he tried the same by by customizing his own Kawhi. figure. Kawhi, he got his a, name uh, was yeah. Kuba. Kuba, Kuba. The, yeah, Kuba, yeah, and he, he he's starting to get a, a connection to him now. Also, I said so. That's why because it's <clears throat> if you got this connection to a figure, you you telling the story by your own by yourself. You know, it's not like you have to get inspired right. by other uh, other figure or other storylines or anything it's like okay this is my figure this is my story this is my way how i do it so it and it, it, it's easier to do, uh, for you to do you know you don't have to uh, research yeah. for anything so right. that's cool man that's now, Jason, cool. I, I do have a, I have and a I'm question feeling... that i want to ask you um and this question has been asked before but i think tommy asked uh d amazing this question when he was on right. you know our last season on episode six you know, is do you believe that the collection is inspired by the photography, or the the photography inspires oh, wow. the collection? That is a good question. Um, yeah, that's boy. a good question. I had the collection first. Uh, I used to collect, and I mean, I, I never really, you know, took my toys out and anything like that beforehand. Uh, I used to keep them in boxes, and uh, now I kind of don't care. I have a few that I keep in boxes just because, but uh, does the does the collection inspire the photography? Mm, no, not for me. Um, I need, I need, I need physical contact with the actual figure now. No matter how much I try to get into, like, um, you know, specific action figures. I was talking to my wife a little bit earlier. By the way, my wife and my girlfriend are the same person. I just keep switching. I just don't want her to walk in. <laughs> I just don't want her to walk in. And like, oh, like this. No, no, no. It's the same. It's you, baby. Uh, and so um, I, she knits, you know, and I was talking to her about that. And I was like, you, you, I says, you know, when we're talking about buying a house. And I was like, yeah, I really want to get a house. But now I started to get panicked because I won't be able to get more figures. And then she, she says to me, she says, yeah, but, you know, you, you oh, can stop that. You can chill out knowing that I'm buying the toys and all that stuff. And she says, you have so many. And I was like, yeah, but, I mean, you have a fuck ton of yarn as well. And, I mean, you're not using it. <laughs> you know? And she was like, yeah, but, I mean, she says, it's not, it's not that it's not inspirational. It's just it's not the type of yarn that I need to make 
the type of sweater that I'm using. And I was like, that's precisely what I'm talking about. I want to make a certain shot. I just don't happen to have the fucking figure. Now, so I'm, um, I think that eventually there's just an energy that comes with a certain figure, like I said before. And my collection is, is pretty big, uh, but there's something about it that, that sometimes is just not inspiring. Now, it could be twofold for me. I just thought about this. Sometimes too much is just too much. You don't know what to do with it. And as a result, if I had only like, if I had fewer, perhaps I'd get more done. But I don't know. Um, I think the shots eventually come like, just like with how much fun you have with a certain figure. Like for me, the skulls are, are that, was, that was one of the best investments that I've made, you know, because it was expensive to get them to Canada. And there's so much fun. I, I feel the connection. I feel the connection between you and them, man, because you are telling your own stories and you, man. It's really cool to see to see your sh shots, and I'm really excited to see your new shots with your new. Yeah, uh, I'm happy. I have that you more of, and, the, uh, of the, the the nice ones, so, you know, because I'm not a fan of that, that 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 skull, per se. I like the ones that they that I usually use. Or what are they called? The caddies. Yeah, I like the caddy ones. And so yeah. I ordered some from Action Figures. It's a goofy one, yeah. Uh, two gold ones and a purple <laughs> one. And that's, I'm thinking about getting myself another set. I talked to my wife about it this week, and she was like, yeah, chill. That was $350. And I was like, yeah, I get that. But the thing is, if I bust, if I bust <laughs> one of these, I want to have one that I can rely on after that, you know? <laughs> or, no, it wasn't to her, man. <laughs> that's a good excuse, man. That's a good excuse. <laughs> Now, listen, listening to you um, talk, you've mentioned your wife a couple of times. Um, what was what was her reaction when she found out? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure you was collecting before y'all met, right? So what was her reaction when you finally told her that you oh, collect action that, That's the funny thing is, is that that was one of the reasons why I was like, okay, I finally found someone that I can spend a lot of time with. You know, she, she didn't care, man. She didn't care at all. She, she thought it was cool. Actually, she was like, "I understand that you're, I need that this is part of what what you like to do is collect action figures." She says, "You know, but no, there, there's no big deal." She actually thinks it's kind of neat. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Because I mean, you know, you you have a lot of guys out there who are married, or you know, they're in relationships and. There's significant others, and surprisingly, it could also be on the other end because you have a lot of female collectors out there whose, you know, significant others are just like, okay, um, you do what now? And then, you know, it's like, uh, you're doing this a little bit too much, and uh, can't you find something else to do? So it's kind of like <clears throat> they're kind of against it because some people have that mindset that, you know, you collect toys. They're toys <laughs> they're for kids <laughs> and not for adults. But it's just like if you... Right. If you, <clears throat> excuse me, if you pay close attention now, there are figures, more figures coming out that are actually for adults than it is for kids now. Like, yep. if you buy a Mesco figure, yep. Mesco figures aren't for 10-year-olds. Mesco figures aren't really for, you know, teenagers really. Mesco figures are made only for adult collectors. Um, number one, because of the quality of material that they use to create the figure, and then on top of that, the price. Um, let me tell you something. Had you know me ten years old asking my mom for a Mexico figure, I'd have got probably cussed out from A to Z. 
Um, because most of those Mesto figures now, literally, you can put them on a scale with a PS4, um, which is what would have run you the most like 500 bucks. And so certain Mesto figures, once they get to oh, that yeah. status, they're $500. So it's just like, uh, you want to spend $80 on what now? When they sell $20 figures? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you tripping. Go sit down somewhere. That's Those would be most of those exact words. So it's just like, it's 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 rare. I can honestly say um, it's rare uh, that you find someone that actually says, oh, okay, I think that's pretty cool. You know? Versus someone that says, uh... You, I don't know, you know about what? all that. You know, um, so I, I, well, I, I think, I oh, over my experience with my I mean, old lady, I don't even think it's the collection, it's more of the space. And you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do with these things? Uh, I'm going to play with them. I'm going to, you know, like, it's yeah. A, yeah, after a while. <clears throat> Oh man, I've got it hidden throughout the house. Every nook and cranny. But um, I try to contain it. I try to contain it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of the thing with my wife too. Um, she doesn't mind me collecting them, but it's the space, and it's also you know how much money I'm because I can honestly say I can admit sometimes yeah. I get over obsessive when it comes to buying figures. So now we're actually looking for a house, and so. Surprisingly, now this blew my mind. We were sitting and we were talking to our real estate agent at a particular uh, house that we was looking at, and she mentioned that she wanted a house with a garage. And so I'm like, well, what you want a garage for? We don't use a garage now. What do we need a garage for? She wanted the garage so that way I have somewhere to put my collection. So I was like, oh, absolutely. Okay, well, yeah, let's look for a place with a garage because now I can store my stuff and it's not in the way. You know, it's not holding up space. Plus, you got a baby on the way. So it's just like that extra space is needed. Thank you. Um, the extra space is needed. So, and I'm happy about it because when it comes to my figures and me taking photos and, you know, me just spending time in my space, I love it. And um, sometimes I can spend time in my space a little too long. But to know that she would be okay with me enjoying my figures as long as it's not inside the house, but, you know, in the garage, that's cool with me. You know, so it's pretty. It's 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 pretty dope. It's pretty dope, and like I said, that that really blew my mind. So I mean, it let it let me know that she's okay with me collecting. She just rather me not get over too obsessive with it, and then don't have so much to where I don't have any space to put anything that we need because uh, and the room are you is a full guy of that likes so. rules. Okay, let me let me uh, let me rephrase that. How long will like, it take said, for you to actually sneak one in the house once you have that garage? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'll be well. I don't know. Um, dang, J- Jason, you about to have me reveal my secret, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> what am I trying to like expand? <laughs> nah, but I mean, now it's like I would have to. I, I, I guess I, I mean. <laughs> I'd have to get caught because it's like now it's just like if it's in the garage, I can't use the garage door because it makes noise. <laughs> so, and it's like, I don't know. It, but it, it's gotten to the point now to where it's like she see it and she just say, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like whatever. But um, but yeah, it's 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 it, 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 it started off as difficult, to be honest with you. To answer your question, it started off difficult. Because I used to try to put stuff in my jacket. Like, I have a big coat that I wear at work when it's cold. 
So I love winters because when the winter came, that was my chance to sneak figures in. I take this big old jacket, <laughs> stick the figure in the jacket, come in the room, drop the figure off, you know, then walk back in the room like I'm getting undressed and all that and piece of cake. Um, but, I used to hide them in my I used to hide them in the trunk, but it's like I can't even do that no more because she has a key to my car, so she can go in the trunk and see it and be like, um, so when did you buy this and where did you get the money from? So it's just like, you know, it's like now I just have to be straight up and be like, hey, you know, I'm buying this. Or like I said, um, just sell some stuff on Macari. Yeah. That way I'm not spending out of anybody's pockets. You know, I'm spending money that I'm getting from somebody else just from buying figures. And that's my way of bringing more figures in because, dude, I'm telling you, buying from GameStop and buying online and getting stuff shipped to the house. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially right. last she don't week, know about I it, like, so. received like five yeah, packages. She was like, is, "Are they gonna stop knocking?" And I was like, "Never." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, there's, there's two more next week, baby, and after that, I'll take a break. <laughs> yeah. I've That's said cute. that before. I've actually said those exact same words, and she so she came back. She was like, "Um, so I thought you were supposed to be stopping this." So it's just I can't oh, even use that. True, this it's just like uh, for me okay. now. now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let like, go back to, the, to that word I was saying <laughs> earlier: moderation, man. Everything in moderation. You know, if you yeah. got the budget for, if you got the budget for sixty dollars worth of figs, then you, you work with that. Oh, now this check, I have a little bit more free room. I've got three hundred dollars yeah. <laughs> worth of figs. So you know, and. Like I said, in moderation, pay your bills first before you buy figures. Yeah. How do you guys deal with hype? Definitely. You know, the thing, I, I, I get infected by hype. Like, I almost oh, bought man. Blade. And the reason I didn't buy Blade is not because I don't like Blade. It's because I don't, I feel like he's going to be like the Punisher with me, not inspiring. And so, but I almost yeah. gave in because I was talking to Paige. Yeah. Paige says he's going to pick up one, which means he's going to pick up six. And <laughs> the, the and I, I'm, I, I was like, oh, man, maybe I could get one. He says, you should get one and then sell it later. And I was like, ah, I don't want to be a scalper. Like, my grail figure is a lone roach, and I, I'll never be able to afford them. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I just, I love that figure so goddamn much. And now he's like 400 US dollars, which means he's 550 Canadian, which is half a month's rent, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's the same for Ronan too, man. It's the same. He went now to four hundred fifty US dollar. I'm like, what are you US guys doing? I, mean, I understand there's a pandemic crazy. going on, but you're not supposed to be raping people's wallets. What the fuck? This is a ninety dollar figure, and I understand that the guy <laughs> bought it for like three hundred dollars and he wants to flip it. I get that, but the guy who bought it at ninety, who's trying to make a score, it's like I just want to take pictures, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can honestly say um, <clears throat> I was highly like I, I'll say it again I was highly disappointed in the Marvel yeah. Legends um, yeah. blade that we got <clears throat> so I had to have that figure because I mean <clears throat> it's not it's not too bad of a figure but the articulation is trash and so <clears throat> if the articulation is bad then that ruins it for the whole figure so when Mesco dropped this, I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to get this figure so I can get rid of this Marvel Legends figure because <laughs> I'm tired of looking at it. And I love this take on Blade. I really love this take on Blade. So to pass up on that figure, I would have felt bad. Plus, I'm a Blade fan. 
So I had to have that figure. Um, but when it comes to hype, it's just like, it, it depends on how do I feel about the figure. And <clears throat> some figures, for example, I have, you know, mm. it's nostalgic for me. Um, for example, that, uh, yeah. that Kingpin that, that's coming out, that's based off the uh, animated series Spider-Man. That's nostalgic. That's a great figure. That's a great right. figure, man. The uh, NECA Ninja Turtles, those are nostalgic, nostalgic for me. So I had to get those. So it wasn't even the hype that, you know, got me into onto those figures. It was the fact that I grew up watching, you know, the, the Ooze movie. Um, that was my first Ninja Turtles movie. I seen that before I seen the, you know, the original Ninja Turtles. I saw part two. So I remember like it was yesterday, my grandmother, she bought me, she bought me the Batman 89. And this was when, you know, VHS was hot. She bought me Batman 89 and she bought me um, that Ninja Turtles 2 movie. And <clears throat> it was just like, it was heaven for me. Because even when I was five years old, I was growing up watching the Ninja Turtles cartoon. I had the bed. I had, the you know, the toys. I had everything. So it's just like, it wasn't even hype for me when those NECA figures dropped. It was just straight nostalgic. It was just like, wow, I got to have these. So I, I, I think it depends on, you know, what figure it is. Um I, I try not to follow the hype. Um, <clears throat> there are some things that, you know, I see. And if I think it's dope, like, for example, um, Dear Amazing, um, he makes figures, certain figures look so good till it's just like, I never looked at that figure that way. I got to get that. <clears throat> I have some stuff in my collection that I would not have bought if I didn't watch his, if I didn't watch his review or, if I didn't check out Unparalleled Universe, shout out to Unparalleled Universe. I'm thinking about getting back into Marvel Universe figures just from watching his reviews because it's just like they make the figure look so good till it's just like you'll see that figure in Walmart or somewhere and you'll walk right past it. But now you see that figure. Oh, snap. That's the Beta Ray Bill that Unparalleled Universe did a review on. Or that's the World War II Cappy did a review on. I got to get that. You know, so it's, it's, I think it's just a matter of you know yeah, how man. that figure makes you feel or how that person that's reviewing that figure makes you feel about that figure. I got into Robotech because of Unparalleled, not Unparalleled, but um, because of D-Amazing. I'm loving Robotech figures. I looked at Robotech figures and I was like, that's trash. That's ridiculous. I ain't got all that time. I picked up my very first one, which was the War Machine. And it's just like, I've been a fan ever since. So it's just like, I'm loving Robotech. So you know that's that's pretty much how I handle cool. that kind of situation. Well, that's good to know. I, I cave most of the time. I I, I FOMO, man, fear of being left out, you know, fear of missing out. I get very very scared of that stuff. But at the same time, I'm learning to control it. I still got you know you know ways to go. But yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I like I like that I like that term, Jay. Yeah, I like that term. Well, um, like fear of missing out. We say uh FOMO. Yeah. I think I, I like I get that yeah. too, especially like legends. I don't know. I got I'm that collect that's how I started my collection with legend stuff. So it's like, oh my gosh, the legend wave, and this is a builder figure I know I want. So I'm going to my local Walmart three times a week. But uh I've gotten over it. I'm I'm getting better. Ah, cool. Getting better. Yeah. I'm waiting. Like there's a few figures that I'm like, okay, I already have a bunch of pre-orders. I gotta put the money aside for it. And there's only two more that I kind of want to get. I don't have a Gomez yet. I want to get that. And I, I'm looking forward to Doc Nocturnal. He looks awesome. But uh, you know, but I think I think yes. after that, you know, there's a few yes. things I'm gonna just be like, okay, that's <laughs> enough now. 
for, for, for this year, I've already spent like, you know, $1,500. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, that was my budget. My budget for the year. I mean, I only started Mezco in January. Wow. Uh, my first, yeah, it was Joker. Joker was my first. My really? First. And wow, I think that's what kind crazy. of brought me to that, 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 um, that Joker where he's going through his text feed. I think that really kind of catapulted your toy photographer career. Because, I mean, I seen that, like, what is going on? I'm like, he's going through his text message feed. People are commenting. Yeah. People that's in that DC world are commenting. It was just, it was mind-blowing. That really kind of, you know, I think kind of catapulted you in um, the toy photography fit ever field. So, man, shout out to that post. Which one was that? That's the Joker when he um he's going, he's like on a couch or whatever, and he's going through his test message feed. Right, and right. Like, Instagram live, yeah. Yeah, right, the Instagram live. And he, you know, you're showing the feed, and it's just like, oh, my God, what? How do you and that kind of just really draw me to you? Thanks, man. Now, that was a fun one with uh, I because I, I'm a reference guy. Yeah, I right. like putting like little Easter eggs and shit like that in my photos, and that one was filled with it. So I just went crazy. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You actually put yeah, a I story did. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, story like, what the fuck it. is going on? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah that's, that's just the way my brain works. <laughs> But, but yeah, I think that was an amazing take. And then for that to be so, your first figure, man, you you really brought him out in a major way to be your first Mesco. And you know that's something that we have in common because he was my yeah. first Mesco that uh, really? Prince of Crime awesome. joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that uh, he, he's a fun figure, man. I I, I have to take him out again. I know that I have to do like these six portraits. I've only done one so far, and the Joker is. I'm looking forward. To, maybe I should break him out there, like. You know, tomorrow or some shit like that, and do something with them because I, I really like that figure. It's a great take on the figure. Wow. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you, you, uh, you did really good justice to this figure, man. Great shots, was that? Great shots. So I wanted to, um, before we, you know, go ahead and close it out because you know I don't want to keep it too long. Um, but you're 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 very you're you're a awesome photographer. Your work is amazing. Um, so much so to you have people that look up to you. They love your work. You know, they, they're inspired by your work. Um, you can tell by the thousand likes that you have and the following that you have. Um, for somebody that follows you and they want to get into toy photography, they see your work, they're inspired by your work, but they're kind of afraid to take that leap and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to try it out. What would you say to them to kind of get them inspired to um, get into uh, I tell them that they're missing out if they don't do it. Uh, it's uh, this is it's a loophole, man. Like I, I was on the toy uh, toy photocast not too long ago, and I, I gave them this answer, and it, it's precisely where I can hold on to like a small portion of my youth. You know, we get older, we get lives get more complicated and shit like that. And, you know, like for me personally, growing up um, as an Anglophone in a French speaking uh, uh, place, action figures were kind of my only friends. And that's why I have trouble selling them most of the time. Cause I feel like I'm getting rid of people that I actually care for. And so this is like, if, wow. if you're hesitant it's not even just do it or anything like that. It has no, it's more complicated than that. What are you looking for? And if you're looking for something, you'll, chances are you'll be able to express it through toy photography. 
whether you're dealing with situations that you're not you're unsure of, wow. you can communicate that using camera and some action figures because it's therapeutic for me. Most of the time when I'm trying to like I deal with certain things, I'll try to convey an emotion through the toys that I'm using. Sometimes I fail. You know, but that's that's just part of the game. You know, you get up and you start all over again. You know, there's some shots that I'm like, oh, man, uh, this is a shitty day because I didn't get it done. I, I couldn't get a shot. Like today I took a shot and it's okay, but I'm not going to post it because it's not the shot that I want. But it's more a question of like if you're a yeah. person that's, you know, introverted <laughs> such as myself a little bit more, this is a way for you to communicate with the world. And there's a bunch of people waiting for you because they really want to hear what you have to say. Wow, that's amazing! Hey, look, I couldn't have put it no better. That's that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Well, man, I am glad we got a chance to talk to you. I told you like twice. I can't wait. And we finally got you on here. We finally got a chance to chat with you. Um, I'm I, I've been fed. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been fed. I'm full, and uh, I'm ready to actually get off here and take some shots just from talking to you, man. So it's you know I appreciate you joining us, man. I appreciate you taking out your time from your family just to sit. And to chat with us geeks about toy photography, man. And uh, guys, if you want to, you know, follow Jason and you haven't followed him yet, uh, you can definitely find him at Jason B. Michael on Instagram. Um, <clears throat> check out his work, man. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Uh, this is some dope work, really dope work. Um, and it's very inspiring. Uh, you can follow us at Figheads on, uh, at Figheads on our Instagram. Uh, you can check me out at CTG underscore the collector. Uh, you can follow, follow Tommy at uh, Thomas underscore money. And you can check out Nikki Thai uh, on Instagram as well at Nikki Thai. Also check out Dark Dundada and uh, check out Geeky Fresh, a.k.a. Gary. Uh, you can find them also on Instagram as well. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for checking us out. We hope that y'all have a blessed day, a blessed night, and a inspiring week. And uh, we'll check y'all later. And as Peace. always, enjoy y'all figures. Thank you. Peace. All right, thank you. Thank you.